2020 has been, well, it's been really something, hasn't it? I could go on and describe the roller coaster of a year we've had so far, but there really is no need. By now, most of the people watching expect things to get progressively worse as the year goes on. But I have to ask, how much of that is due to the fear campaign being promoted by the ruling transnational rootless elites? Think about it. We've been inundated all year with fear. Fear of COVID-19. Fear of the institutions and their mystical ability to promote racism. Fear based on the very real possibility of reprisal for not going along with the official narratives about these things. Fear of pretty much anything you can name. Now, we're being told to be afraid of the bubonic plague, the actual Black Death, which has rather conveniently reared its ugly head again in China, the country that just keeps on giving gifts to the world. And we've already been told that it's spreading, just like COVID-19. It's all rather convenient. The truth is that there is a war on for your mind. This is nothing new, and a lot of people have pointed this out. The ruling elite have been doing this for years, centuries really, but something happened when the calendar turned to read 2020. Everything went into overdrive. I'm not the only one who noticed this either. Let's get into this because I think we need to talk about fear as the mind killer and what it's meant to accomplish. First, what do I mean by fear? Let's use a definition from the political science book, Fear, the History of a Political Idea, where the author, Corey Robin, says, quote, By political fear, I mean a people's felt apprehension of some harm to their collective well-being, or the intimidation wielded over men and women by governments or groups. What makes both types of fears political rather than personal is that they emanate from society or have consequences for society. Political fear raises from conflicts within and between societies. It can have widespread repercussions. It may dictate public policy, bring new groups to power, and keep others out, create laws, and overturn them. End quote. Okay, so this is nothing new, right? Anyone who lived through the Bush years remembers how fear was constantly stoked by the powers that be, and now it's being done again, this time from people of the opposite secular ideology. If there, is any tr if there is any truth to them being actual separate ideologies, but that's a subject for another time. But what we are talking about is a reordering of society, and that reordering of society is being sold to us through fear. Let's have an example. We were told that our days of going to the movies were over. Not because the people who make movies now make an awful product that no person who values their soul or their brain wants to take a risk with, but because the environment of a theater is now too hazardous in this new world to go and watch a movie. Some of our shepherds have discussed making the mass available online as a semi-permanent thing, even including your Sunday obligation. All too many of them have taken the opportunity to exploit the tensions in the air to ban receiving communion on the tongue, despite the evidence being that it is far safer to receive it that way if the affliction is really what you're worried about. This says nothing at all about their willingness to embrace the fear campaign perpetrated by Black Lives Matter onto the general population. If you felt a sense of betrayal from our shepherds jumping onto the racist program of Black Lives Matter, you're not alone. Some of the shepherds who do this, as well as some of our lay political leaders, have jumped onto the satanic program out of fear. Certainly, some of them absolutely agree with the radical anti-family, anti-property, anti-Catholic, and yes, anti-white or if you prefer, anti-European agenda of Black Lives Matter. 
but by now, I'm certain that you've noticed that most bishops and most politicians don't really stand for much of anything anymore anyway. Either they've lost their convictions or they succumb to fear. Or maybe they never had convictions. Fear is the great political weapon of our time. This terror campaign waged by the elites has a clear purpose. That should be obvious, but many don't see it that way or that it has some directed purpose. The fear campaign is designed to do a lot of things, but the main one is submission to a materialist goal. It is the most obvious of those plans, one that stands in stark opposition to the faith and to pretty much every understanding of human freedom, liberty, and decency. But there is another purpose to the fear campaign, to destroy the faith of the believers. Case in point, one of the puppets on TV told everyone recently that we don't need God to accomplish great things, to overcome COVID-19. This person is a self-professed Catholic, and in his own words, he said about the reduction in COVID-19-related statistics, quote, The number is down because we brought the number down. He said, God did not do that. Faith did not do that. Destiny did not do that. A lot of pain and suffering did that. That's how it works. It's math. And if you don't continue to do that, you're going to see the number go back up. And that will be a tragedy if the number goes back up. End quote. Again, a self-professed Catholic said that. Not someone who holds a, up a copy of the latest bit of junk by Dawkins. Not someone whose ideology and adherence to the secular religion would make them likely to mock the faith and the faithful and to persecute them. But someone who is supposed to be one of us. I say supposed to. And I'd say I'd be, that I'd be shocked by this turn of events, but I'm not really. The man who said it is Chris Cuomo of the Clinton News Network, CNN. And he has said some pretty nasty things about the faith in the past, while claiming to teach his children the Catholic faith. He said that the church suppresses women, and that equality should be the rule of the day in the church. That's liberalism. That's not the framework the church teaches or views the world with, nor has it ever been. The church has a different take on the equality of men and women, and views the world in terms of complementarity right down to the relationship between the sexes. But that's a topic for another time. Of course, Cuomo's probably teaching his children a modernized version of the faith that would make the likes of Dolan and James Martin quite happy. One that says that the faith must adapt to the times and change everything as needed. Hence his support of abortion, his support of sodomy, and his support of contraception. With Catholics like these, who needs enemies? He needs one of the principal voices of the fear campaign. His job is to spread fear across the U.S. and to any other countries that sees it broadcast. But to what purpose? Submission. It's the obvious goal. I'm paranoid enough to believe that they'd annihilate the U.S. and the Western world in general to put an end to the populist uprisings we've seen spreading across the West. The U.K. elections in the December of, 19, of 2019 had to freak the elites out, with the allegedly conservative party in the United Kingdom annihilating the U.K.'s party of Moloch, and at least for the time being, putting a major crimp in the elite's designs for a borderless world crafted in the image of the Tower of Babel. The U.K. is allegedly a bellwether country for the U.S., with their elections that happened prior to those in America generally being a pretty safe predicting of the American outcome. I find it plausible that they'd burn down the U.S. to preserve their system, even if Trump hasn't been even remotely effective at taking that system down, regardless of the reasons that he's been unable to dismantle it. But our Lord has another way. Sacred Scripture, as usual, points us in the proper direction. The Gospel of St. Matthew tells us, quote, And fear ye not them that kill the body, and are, and are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him that can destroy both soul and body in hell. End quote. Our Lord's message is not one of fear, but of hope. 
The great martyrs of the faith in the ancient world often went to their martyrdom singing hymns, if you can imagine that. It's hard to picture that thinking now in a world dominated by the kinds of people who try to terrorize us for not wearing a mask in public. That kind of fear is anti-Christian, to put it bluntly, and no, I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a mask either out of concern for others' well-being or charity or personal prudence. That's a subject for another time. The mask, though, has become a symbol of fear and conformity. That cannot be denied by any sane person paying attention, and it is part of the fear campaign being waged. But Christ's message in the Gospel of Matthew is echoed by a reminder that those who stand for our Lord and the faith will be held dear by the Lord in heaven. The prophet Malachi said, quote, But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall rise with the healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. End quote. I remind you that Vigano's letter I published on Monday over on YouTube, where he told the faithful to keep the faith. That was his advice. It might sound like hard advice in this period where fear is being weaponized, but it is the best advice that can be given by a prelate of the church. I'm not here to sell you on a political ideology or a movement. I'm not here to tell you to resist policy X or blame any particular secular leader. I'm going to repeat to you the words of our Lord. Be not afraid. That's really, really hard to do these days, especially with a constant campaign of fear that we see. Our blessed Lord always gave the best advice. I mean, he's God, so obviously he's going to be able to do that. He told us to be not afraid, but he also told us to be as wise as serpents. What does that mean? It means to be ready for things. Reason overcomes fear. Don't succumb to the fear campaign. The fear is meant to short-circuit your ability to reason. Take note of what they're saying. Some of it may have the element of truth to it. I don't deny that the affliction is something people should be prudent about and take the necessary precautions. You know, precaution, that's an interesting word. It has the word caution in it, and it means to basically act with caution, to be careful. That is perfectly acceptable. What is not acceptable is to submit to the machinations of wicked people who want nothing more than to manipulate us for whatever their political schemes are. Regardless of the plan, it is diabolical. Which brings us to my final point. Acting with prudence, being cautious in a right-ordered sense, does not mean dismissing everything they're saying. As I said with COVID, it is prudent to take certain precautions. If I'm around the elderly, I'll take more precautions than if I'm going to be around people who are likely to have herd immunity by now. That doesn't mean I succumb to the propaganda and believe that masses should be shut down, that the economy must be closed in order to save lives, which is a nonsensical proposition that doesn't follow from the evidence and leads to mass suicides. History very clearly illustrates that. But be wise as serpents. Do not give in to either fear or the temptation to overreaction. That is what the enemies of God want anyway, for us to overreact, so that we can be marginalized. Bill de Blasio already threatened to permanently close any church in New York City that didn't go along with his dictates. He'll do it again, too, if he's given half the chance. I'm curious of your thoughts on this. Not on the specifics about COVID-19 or whatever. We know that this may well be a pandemic, but people have truly died from this as well. What are your thoughts about fear? What are they trying to do with this? I think this goes way beyond Trump and is part of something much bigger. But I might be paranoid. I'm not sure where I left my tinfoil hat. <laughs> anyway, let me know your thoughts, though. Thanks for listening, and especially for coming over here to BitShooter Gloria TV or to the audio podcast. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.